With the ever-increasing number of makes and models of automobiles, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. One reason to repair and maintain your cars is to save money that you can then use for other things, you know, like mortgage or food. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or a new car dealership? At rockauto.com, you will save money. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules to brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Best of all, Prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Jerry, G-E-R-R-Y, in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. Give the gift of choice this season with multi-store cards at giftcards.com. With multi-store cards, treat them to dinner, movies, or shopping on one convenient card. Featuring all your favorites like Macy's, Alta, and Lululemon. It's a great gift card everyone will love. For last-minute gifting, choose the Happy Holidays or Holiday Favorites e-gift, delivered straight to their inbox. Purchase multi-store cards today at www.giftcards.com multi-store. Today on the Callahan Podcast, well, what the hell was that we watched last night? Here's, there was a whole bunch of lies told in this debate, the first presidential debate, most of them by, by Joe Biden. But the biggest lie I heard all night was, I, I, I couldn't watch. I turned it off. I, 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 I went to bed. It was so upsetting. Baloney. It was great entertainment. It was wild. And I don't think Trump was great, but hey, he took on the the Legion of Doom, the tag team of Wallace and Biden, and he held his own. We will break it all down. We'll play you the sound. We'll discuss and analyze the highlights and lowlights of last night's wild steel cage match in Cleveland with our friend Tom Shattuck, our political analyst Tom Shattuck. We'll also talk to Michael Graham and Turtle Boy about last night's debate. All on the Callahan Podcast today, brought to you, as always, by DCU, Digital Federal Credit Union. Why do DCU members love their free checking accounts? It's simple. No monthly maintenance fees, no minimum balances, no strings attached. What's better is with direct deposit to their free checking accounts, DCU members can get paid up to two days early. Zero monthly maintenance fees, zero monthly balance, zero reasons not to switch. They'll even remove the hassle of switching your direct deposits and automatic payments from your current checking account. Learn more and make the switch today at dcu.org slash free checking. Insured by NCUA, membership required. Hi, Colleen, let's get to it here. This is the Jerry Callahan Podcast. All right, first of all, uh, Shattuck, I want you, before we do anything, I need you right now. You must denounce the Proud Boys. Will you do that? Will you denounce the Proud Boys? Because, you know, I, 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 you know, I'm right here in the city right now, in the middle of the city, and, and they're like all around me, these Proud Boys. They're scaring me. They're burning down cities. They're looting. They're rioting. We must stop the Proud Boys. I'm telling them to stand by, Jerry. <laughs> <Stand> by. <laughs> 
they got. And the the problems yeah. are so nowhere near the center of the tumult in the country right now, but it's fine. It gave Anderson Cooper and, and Jake Tapper something to cry about. Literally but, cry about on CNN last night. Yes, literally cry about. We'll get to that. They got a cry room at CNN now. That's the, I'm, I'm not thrilled with last night's debate. I, I wish, God, I wish uh, Trump could just let uh, Biden talk and, uh, you know, dig his own hole there when he would ramble. I mean, we don't know if Biden was really. Uh, all there last night because Trump didn't allow us to didn't allow him to hang himself. You know, he can't help himself. He jumped in, jumped on him and rattled him. And uh, I mean, it, it was a blast to watch. I'm not saying I wasn't entertained, but it was clearly two on one. I knew Chris Wallace was a was a Biden supporter. I knew he was a Trump hater, but I never knew it would be this blatant, this obvious. I mean, Jesus, he's bringing up Charlottesville and in the middle of the best fight of the night, he says, I want to move on to climate change, by the way. And when he says that, Joe Biden says, so do I. Of course you do. No one no one cares about climate change, certainly not uh, in, with all the trouble, with all the issues we have in this country right now. But I think I, I you know, came to the conclusion that Wallace was completely in the tank. Wallace was working with Biden to bring down Trump when he brought up white supremacists and right-wing violence, as we sit nightly watching Antifa and Black Lives Matter riot, burn, loot. I mean, Portland's on to, what, 100 and, 100 and something days in a row with Antifa burning, looting, rioting, and, and, and trying to you know hurt blind police officers. And Joe Biden says, they're not an organization. They're an idea. And then <laughs> Wallace says, what about the Proud Boys? I mean, that that's when the thing went totally off the rails. We have a real big problem in this country with left-wing violence, with 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 anarchists, with Black Lives Matter, uh, looting, rioting, hurting people, destroying businesses. I mean, Kenosha is in ashes. Portland is fighting these goons every night. Seattle will never be the same. And he's talking about the Charlottesville myth and the Proud Boys, that is right out of the, you know, the Democrat handbook. That's right out of, you know, CNN's, you know, uh, script. It, right. Not- Fair, Jerry. By then, Trump had taken the format of the debate and trashed it and thrown it in a, in a river somewhere. I don't think I, I have no problem with what Wallace did. And I, he did what I was hoping he would do. He set the parameters plainly for people to see that he was a little more friendly to, you know, moderate politics or liberal politics. He's obviously a Biden guy. I'm sure they've hung up before. Um, and, and so under that, uh, you know, under in that atmosphere, if Trump lands punches, you can't say it was the moderator. It's all Trump. And Trump had Biden on ropes again and again and again in that debate. And Biden couldn't answer. Are you going to pack the courts? Are you going to pack okay, the courts? Good, Joe? good, good example, Shattuck. Good example. He never answered. Right. Moderator, if there were a moderator, if it weren't two on one, Chris Wallace would say, uh, Mr. Vice President, simple question. Are you going to pack the court? I mean, he would have lied. I mean, he, lied. he told so many lies. I made a list. Oh, by the way, the Green New Deal, he said that's not part of his agenda. Tell that to its co-sponsor, Kamala Harris. I mean, his running mate co-sponsored the Green New Deal. And he says, no, no, we're not, we don't. It's not part of our agenda. But, but, but Biden to uh, to the you know 
the presence of a bystander early on in the debate. So it was just Trump and Wallace. And I think that's the big thing. Remember, Wallace, wa- I mean, uh, Biden was, you know, the guy who was going to take Trump behind the woodshed. Right. He was the guy who was uh, who, who fought Corn Pop with a chain and a razor blade fight. <laughs> he was a lot of people were saying, and if you look at Twitter before the debate, Biden was going to get up there and just whip his whip Trump's ass. And it, you know who he was? He was English Bob in The Unforgiven. They brought him in. They prepped him up. They said, OK, go go ahead in there, Joe, Scranton, Joe, and whip this punk's ass. And Trump destroyed him in the streets. He beat him up in the streets and he humiliated him in the streets. And it, it was a incredible, incredible showing. And if you ever want to see, yeah, Trump's an a-hole. And he was stepping on Wallace and he was uh, he was interrupting Biden every step of the way. But purely on the pugilist value of the uh, of the debate and energy wise and sharpness, Trump showed that he was a better advocate. Well, well, clearly, he's got more energy, more stamina. He's more. Uh, he he beat the bag out of him. Lucid. What does he have to show for it? I mean, it, he came. He didn't win anybody over last night by beating him like like he did last night. He, every, so I, I think the goal. The goal was, in my opinion, the goal was, and we talked about this yesterday. The goal was to make to show that Joe Biden is not fit for the office. Joe Biden is in cognitive decline. We know that. Mm-hmm. And when the debate started. He looked bad. He looks like he should be. He looks like a a a, a uh, you know, belongs in a casket. It looks like somebody did the yeah. you know, you know the, the funeral director did a nice job of getting him ready. I mean, he's 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 pale. He's gray. Yeah. He, appears, he does not look good, and he was at times you know confused, rambling, and obviously Chris Wallace again was there to help him. That was Chris Wallace's job to help him. And to team up on Trump. But at some point, Trump has to let him, again, let him struggle on his own. Don't jump in. Let him go. There were times I was just like saying, please, President, just sit back and let Biden ramble. And then I would say, okay, Chris Wallace, now's your chance. When he says that, you know, I don't believe in the Green New Deal or I don't want to defund the police. Those are lies. Those are flat out lies. And Chris Wallace knows it. And doesn't do anything about it. It it drove me nuts. And and the topics you have a limited number of topics. You have six topics. You have an hour and a half, and you're bringing up Charlottesville, which is a myth that's been debunked a thousand times in the last three years, over and over again. I mean, you, the tape. People have broken down the audio tape and the, the sound. He did not say white supremacists were fine people. It is a lie. Joe Biden this morning is tweeting out video from Charlottesville from the, the rally with the Klan and the, the white supremacists saying Trump will not denounce these people. Trump uh, could have done a much better job of denouncing the Proud Boys, but what he should have said is, who cares about the Proud Boys? They're not burning the country down. That's your people. That's BLM. That's Antifa. And and to be honest with you, that's Wallace's job as well. I mean, Wallace has to jump in and say, Joe, are you going to denounce Antifa and Black Lives Matter? I mean, why are you bringing up the Proud Boys who are not a factor, who are not burning and looting, and and let Antifa just let that slide? I mean, Antifa's, it, it's Antifa's just an idea. There's nothing to denounce there. I mean, I mean honestly, that's, that's the most outrageous. <laughs> yeah, the most well, outrageous thing I heard all night. The most outrageous thing. Antifa is an idea, not an organization. Now, I grant that Joe Biden is not really with it, not really paying attention. But anybody who's online, anybody who's watching the news. Knows Antifa is an organization, and they are causing 
wreaking havoc around the country. They are a major problem. The Proud Boys are nothing. It's, right. it's just, I mean, this is just a talking point from, from the Biden camp. Headquarters anywhere. But, I, but, you know, Trump did get other shots in. You know, he went on Biden about criminal justice reform. That was a great hit, saying Biden essentially imprisoned young black men. Now, of course, Wallace wanted to move right along from that. Right. That wasn't what they were there for. But I, 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 you don't know what's coming in this first debate. You know that the moderator is going to be stacked against you, that the setting stacked against you, and they all want you to lose. So all Trump has is street instincts. And he went out there, and you know I've only seen one MMA fight. It was the one where Ronda Rousey got the crap beat out of her. That's what it looked like to me. He went out there and just clobbered Biden, who was somebody. If you watch Biden with Paul Ryan from 2012, Biden did the same thing to Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan. He mauled him. He was all over him. He wouldn't let him talk. He bullied him. So Biden came out ostensibly as that guy. And Trump said, so I have to get ready for the most violent edition of, of, of Joe Biden that's out there. You know, the toughest, cheapest one. And I'm going to fight that guy. That's who I'm ready for. And he did that. And I yeah, thought, but here's, you know, what? here's the problem is uh, we know Biden doesn't have to worry about, you know, the New York Times coming, uh, dropping a bombshell tomorrow. We know the media has circled the wagons. We know they have his back. This was a chance for a moderator uh, who was supposed to be impartial to at least call him out when he flat out lies and says, I don't want to defund the police. You know, when he says Hunter Biden didn't get three and a half million from the mayor's wife from of Moscow, from a, a, a Putin uh, a friend of Putin, didn't didn't do that. I mean, the moderator's job is to say, wait a second. Are you really saying you don't want to defund the police when we know there's sound of him saying he wants to defund the police? This was our chance to get some of these these contradictions on the record. You're not going to get them now. I mean, he's on the trail. He'll do some uh, interviews with friendly uh, reporters. Um, the media will completely cover for him in, in every way. I mean, you bring up the court packing, a very simple, very relevant topical issue. Do you want to pack the court, Joe? That was left to Trump to ask the question. Wallace wouldn't do it. Wallace was knew that Biden didn't want to go there. Neither will Kamala Harris. They will not answer that question. And and Wallace lets him off the hook. I mean, that's that's all you need to know. That to me is a real uh, look into Wallace's mindset. He knows he knows the court packing is a good question at this point. He knows that Biden doesn't want to answer, and he doesn't force him to. He doesn't I, make him. I'm not going to I can't answer that because they'll use it against me during the campaign <laughs> and then the filibuster or packing the court. Whatever position I take in that, that'll become the issue. The issue is the American people should speak. You should go out and vote. You're in voting now. Vote and let your senators know how you strongly you feel. Court? Let vote now. You pack the Make court? sure you, in fact, let people know you're senators. I'm not going to answer the question Why because, you that because question? the question you is the question is the question left. Will you who shut is up, on, man? Listen, who is on your? <laughs> I, I, I said this. Uh, I, Chris Wallace just drove me crazy last night. I knew. He wasn't going to be, you know, uh, helpful to Trump, but I never knew he'd be this in the bag. This was worse than Steffi Stephanopoulos, worse than uh, Jake Tapper or Don Lemon. This was uh, uh, a a guy who was literally set out when he sat down last night to help Biden get through it, to hurt the president, to help Biden. It was so 
obvious again, you know, talking about shots. These were Democrat talking points. And he didn't hold Biden's feet to the fire on any of the things that, you know, that, that uh, we know he's lying about. He didn't, I mean, he let him off the hook on Hunter Biden. He says, my son didn't do that. What? Of course your son did that. The New York Times story about the taxes, that's a Democrat talking point right now. That's designed to inflict maximum damage on Trump. And he deals with and he and treats it like it's uh, this impartial uh, you know, story that just fell in his lap. That's he's he's doing the bidding of the New York Times, which is part of the Trump and part of the Biden campaign. I I, I don't know how everybody, anybody, uh, everybody at Fox News isn't embarrassed about this. Their guy was in the tank for Joe Biden. This was our I mean, obviously, he's got the the third debate, I believe, is an NBC person. The next debate's a C-SPAN person. They'll obviously be Biden supporters, but they can't be worse than Wallace. They can't be more uh, obviously uh, um, there to support Biden. They can't be worse than Wallace. They won't be worse than Wallace. It just drove me nuts last night. Let you you bring up Charlottesville. Something that's been, that's three years old, totally irrelevant, totally debunked over and over again. It's just serving up a big fat uh, pitch down the middle for Joe Biden. Yeah, but Jerry, Jerry I think that that did a service for Trump. I yeah. think that the, the, the spectacle that we saw, the two versus one spectacle where Trump is fighting with two swords, two different people. He slayed Biden pretty quickly in the beginning. And I think that even when when Wallace didn't press Biden on things like packing the court, that's in any other debate in presidential history. That's the most significant constitutional issue that will be mentioned ever. The fact that Biden was not able to 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 answer. That's he why not able. He wasn't true. forced to answer. He wasn't asked. He wasn't asked the question by the moderator. Trump asked him. TKO, Jerry. It was, it was a TKO, and I think not, Wallace it was not. See, I mean, I, I I hope you know. I hope you're right. I know. The, you know let me check Tr- uh, Drudge. By the way, I haven't looked at Drudge in you know a year. But it, they used to, after the debates in the uh, Republican primaries, Drudge would have the poll and Trump would win every, the mm-hmm. poll would say he won like 92 to 3 or something. Uh, but, if you turned on but, CNN last night, Jerry, they were immediately, they were horrified right. that Trump was propping up white supremacists. He was propping up white supremacists. Right. And the reason they went to that was they couldn't talk about anything in the debate. The because reason they Trump went to it, Tom, well, you're, you're wrong. You're wrong. The reason they went to it is because it's part of the Biden plan. This was the plan. We will bring up Charlottesville. We will bring up white supremacists. Does anyone out there believe that the, the civil unrest in our cities uh, is the responsibility of white supremacists and the Proud Boys? No. It's, it's so a diversion. It's a diversion. The people doing the rioting, the people doing the looting are Biden supporters. Mm-hmm. He needs to deflect. He needs to distance himself from them. And the way to do it is blame white supremacists. And Chris Wallace did exactly what they, it was almost like they, they handed him the question said, bring up the proud boys in Charlottesville and, and watch Trump step all over it. And he did Trump stumble all over his uh, words. Didn't just denounce the proud boys probably because he was like, what do they have to do with that? What do they have to do with this? This 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 debate, this campaign, you know, this crazy time in our country. You know what they have to do with it? Nothing. Nothing. Right. It's just a diversion. And Wallace did the bidding of Biden flat out. I mean, that's that's indisputable. I would love to hear somebody, Tucker Carlson or or, or Laura Ingram, uh, admit that that their guy was in the tank for the Democrat here. He was uh, doing a service 
for the Democrat, bringing up the Proud Boys. And and by the way, half the, half the topics were there to help Biden and her. Climate change? Climate change isn't why our cities are on fire. BLM and Antifa are why our cities are on fire. That's a fact. But 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 uh, if, if Trump even mentioned that, Wallace would have jumped in. How many times did Wallace interrupt Biden? I mean, two or three, maybe. He interrupted Trump every friggin' time he started talking. He was it was two on one all night, and it drove me crazy. I you know I got to get over it because uh, <laughs> it's going to happen in the next two debates. It's going to yeah, happen, Jerry. The- it was two on one. You know, Candy Crowley and Obama were two on one on Romney, and they beat him in the street with that one question. And you could see, and I just watched it yesterday. You could see on that Benghazi question. Romney's morale sink lower and lower and lower. And Barack Obama said, you know, read it again, Candy. And she did. And you could see his morale go down. This time they tried to mug Trump, but they didn't succeed whatsoever. This was a brutal beatdown, a brutal beatdown. That's why the people in the panel and CNN was on un- They were unable to talk about the debate. This was a absolute ass kicking by Trump. Yeah, you're wrong. You're wrong. I mean, I, I wish it were. I'm in. And, and obviously, uh, if, if there were somebody there to call out Biden, see, Biden, uh, what we needed was someone to say, Joe, you really going to uh, uh, turn your back on AOC? You say you don't believe in the Green New Deal when your running mate is a co-sponsor? I mean, you 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 told someone you want to defund the police, and now you're saying you don't want to defund the police. Which is it? Your son didn't get three and a half million from the, from the woman in Moscow, the mayor's wife? She didn't. And then you could at least have on record that he's lying his ass off. Now, granted, most people, uh, most of the media, CNN, they, they will ignore it. They will, they're there today to cover up those lies. But at least the moderator would have been there holding his feet to the fire. It didn't happen. It won't happen. All right, guys, today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Uh, I'm ecstatic to talk to you about BetterHelp again because I've been using BetterHelp for the better part of four months now. They came into my life because of this podcast, and I'm really happy they did, actually, because I've heard whether it be radio hosts or podcast hosts talk about how they go to therapy on a weekly basis, and I personally had never done so. It's just something that I hadn't felt like I needed. Four months ago, I decided to try it just because the pandemic and all these things were causing stressful times in my life. Uh, I cannot tell you how important it has been because recently I actually got some bad news in my life, uh, and I'm not just making this up out of thin air. I got some news that I'd never really dealt with before. Uh, I've never had to go through loss in my family. I've been very fortunate. I'm 34 years old. I haven't had to deal with uh, any type of traumatic types of issues. And recently something came up, and I can't tell you how happy I was to have a resource like BetterHelp or a counselor specifically to go to and talk to about this and just kind of work through some of the, the mental struggles, which came on top of the stress of the pandemic that I told you about last time. So whether you're, you know, going through depression, stress, anxiety, relationship problems, BetterHelp has counselors all over the globe that can help you. So if you go to betterhelp.com slash Callahan, you can tell your situation and it's going to match you with a counselor that makes the most sense for you. It's confidential. It's convenient, affordable. It's all the good things. You're not waiting in a waiting room. Go check it out. Betterhelp.com slash Callahan. And we got a little deal for you. You'll get 10 percent off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash Callahan. That's 10% off your first month. You can join over 1 million people who are taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com, betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Callahan. That's why I'm so upset is because it won't happen with the C-SPAN guy. It won't happen with the NBA. We are never going to get somebody to hold Biden's feet to the fire and say, are you really not going to support the Green New Deal? Or, you know, are you or are you not? Do you really not want to defund the police? Because you told that reporter 
the guy in the wheelchair that the, the, you told him you wanted to fund the police. I mean, which is it? Are you really saying Hunter didn't get three and a half million? They have, they have the receipts, you know, they have the wire transfers. He's lying. And uh, granted, you know, every time Trump lies, they all go nuts. It's called him a liar. Well, what about Biden? When are we going to call him a liar? Cause he's lying his ass off. And today I feel a little bit better. I don't think Trump won by knockout. I think you're wrong. I, you know, I, he might have if if Wallace weren't there, if they you know didn't get in the way, he might have. Uh, but Wallace was there with a life preserver for for uh, Biden every time it happened. But you must admit that um, that Trump was kind of I don't know, incoherent at times. Was not oh, yeah. very articulate. Yes, I would give Trump a B minus in the in the debate. You know, and I would give, but I would give Biden maybe a a, a C in the in the debate. I think Trump. That's not a knockout, Tom. That's not a knockout for Trump. Well, no, it, it matters. In the actual fight, the fist fight that happened there, mano y mano, Trump beat the crap out of him. And that's supposed to be one of Biden's things, is that he's a tough guy. They can push you around, that he's not taking stuff. He's Scranton Joe. He's a tough guy. Now, as far as the resonance, what happens, the result of the debate, I think you saw Trump essentially, if you're somebody in the middle, you say, wow, Trump's a jerk. And then you also say, Biden's um, not all there. He was exhausted by this by, by over an hour into it. Biden was starting to mumble. He was exasperated. He was starting to aspirate. Yeah, while so, he was so, standing okay, there. You're right. So what's the story today? Is that well, the so story? The story today, no. That, that, in, to, to, to Dave's point, that plays to uh, enthusiasm. How excited about Joe Biden are you now? If you're if you're somebody who's in the middle, are you going to make sure you go out? Wow, this guy's really a they're not excited, Tom. They're relieved. He made it through an hour and a half. And today the story. We're talking about the lowest expectations probably in the history of politics last night. And yes. so and, he, and he didn't, he he didn't wet his pants. That. He didn't wander off in the traffic. You know, he didn't uh, uh, appear to be listening to something in his earpiece. He was not good. You're right. I'd say whatever, a C. But he didn't collapse. And that's what we needed. But, that's what Trump needed was to let him just drown. Let him go out to the deep end of the pool and drown. And Trump didn't do it. Uh, again, I blame Wallace, but I blame Trump too. You'll, but I mean, you'll, hear, you'll hear today that it wasn't Wallace's job to fact check. It's Wallace's job to just ask the question. And then in their little two minute banter, that's Trump's job to just keep hammering him and hammering him. I agree. But, but, yeah. but when you say, you know, Charlottesville and the Proud Boys, that means you are doing Biden's bidding. That means you have his talking points and you're doing exactly what he wants you to do. Biden has an ad out right now. I said that uh, flipped it around like an hour uh, with Charlottesville video and Trump not really denouncing the Proud Boys. It was all part of the plan. And Chris Wallace was on the freaking team. Why don't more people see this? It's just so maddening. But Jerry, the idea, the sloganeering of white supremacy, anyway, is a total joke. It's an absolute, you know, this this woke culture pop that we're into for this year. It means nothing. White supremacy means nothing anymore. It's lost all meanings. Two years ago, it meant something. It meant dudes up in Montana who thought that eugenics played a role in, you know, in supremacy and the ultimate societal design of of of, of countries. It doesn't mean anything right now. All it means is if you don't take a knee for Black Lives Matter, that you're a white supremacist. No, no it means it means crap. it means that somebody is trying to change the subject, and that was the case last night. When you have one candidate saying Antifa is not an organization, when they are literally burning buildings at that very time in Portland, trying to burn police stations and, and blind cops, not an organization. 
their domestic terror organization. And one candidate wouldn't denounce them last night, wouldn't denounce Antifa. But that's not the story today. The story is you know, Trump stumbling all over his words when they asked about Proud Boys. Um, and, and again, no, no, no follow up. You know, from from Steffi Wallace, no, no uh, pressing um, <laughs> Biden on any of it. But but um, consider this. Consider what uh, a couple of things Biden did. He blamed uh, the bad economy, the shutdown of the economy on Trump. Trump, who every day says we want to open things up. He's been saying it since since April. He wants to open it up. And Democrat governors like Cuomo and Murphy and and, and Baker have shut it down. He's been fighting to open the country since April. And the, and the and one candidate is blaming him, uh, Biden, his opponent is blaming him for shutting the country down when a week ago, Joe Biden said he would shut it all down all over again. Biden is team shutdown. Jerry, Trump, Trump is, made that case. He said that last night. I don't, I don't know how you missed so, it. But, Trump- but, but, but I'm saying Biden is blaming Trump for shutting the Biden right. blame, Biden blamed Trump last night for the schools not being opened. The schools right. not being opened. So um, Biden's does, a cynical the, politician, opportunist. He wants to win the debate by lying. Why not? That's what that's about. And Co- Trump said Biden would have killed two million people, which is a good thing for Trump to say. That's why this was a dirty fight between two dirty fighters. And that's why I think that that's why Trump won. Of course, Biden lied. Wait, how's he not going to lie? He he said he couldn't answer the court packing question because he'd be used against him. <laughs> Jesus, that, that, I don't need Wallace is, to call that out to show how that, effective that is. That I mean, is amazing. That is, and, and she's done the same thing. She won't do it either. Come, they made a decision. Harrison Biden said we're gonna we we obviously want to pack the court. That's our goal, but we can't admit it. And when they ask him about it, they say, you know, that'll be a distraction. I don't want to be a dis- what. Yeah, so, uh, Grant, you know, I understand most of the media is in the tank. I thought maybe the guy from Fox News would hold his feet to the fire. It didn't happen. It, it is amazing. That's all you need to know, that they won't ask him to if he will pack the court. He'd just say, no, I don't want to answer. Oh, OK. OK, Joe. We, you know, you don't want, as long as you don't want to answer. But uh, he also, I don't know if you caught this one, he accused Trump of staying in his bunker. <laughs> right. Yeah. Joe Biden, who has probably already called a lid for today. I don't know. Uh, uh, he called a lid for nine of the first 22 days in September. He's a part time presidential candidate. Trump is out there like 20 hours a day doing rallies and, and, and speeches. And he said, you've been hiding in your bunker. I mean, it, it is amazing what Biden can say and no one will call him out on it today. He's the only thing I feel good about. I mean, about this debate. Obviously, Biden didn't appear presidential. And, and quick, quick rundown. Tell me what they would be saying on CNN if well, I'm going to reverse things here. If Trump told Biden to shut up, if Trump called Biden a clown, if Trump called Biden a racist, if Trump uh, uh, said, just keep yapping. Now, Trump can get down in the mud and be as juvenile as anybody, but he didn't call Biden a clown. Yes. And he didn't tell him to shut up. I mean, that no. was Biden. That Jeff was their Zucker guy. would have driven to right. Douglas Brinkley's house and dragged him out of bed <laughs> and said, tell me historically, has this no. ever been done before in the history of civilization? And Brinkley would have said, maybe Stalin did it once. But <laughs> other than that, we've never seen this before. Yeah, there's no there's no doubt about that. But also, you know, I even looked at, at uh, watched a highlight reel from CNN about the debate and almost none 
of the highlights are Biden hits on Trump. Now, the only one that's a, a that's a highlight cut they show is when Wallace is going after Trump about the white supremacists. Other than that, there's Biden scored very few points. He had some good time, good portions there, especially talking about health care with Trump not having a plan and uh, talking about the coronavirus, which, of course, should be an easy uh, chip shot for Biden. But there was no point. There was no rhetorical flourish that's rememberable and memorable. You know, he scored no points whatsoever. And as far as the Proud Boys goes, nobody knows who the Proud Boys are. And if you Google them, you're going to see a bunch of drunken street brawlers who fight Antifa every week in Portland. Not from the right. So what are you what are you you saying? I'm I'm willing to do anything. I want to see peace. Then do it, sir. Say it. Do it. Say it. Do you want to call them? What do you want to call them? Give me a name. Give me a white name. Supremacists and right like me to white supremacists and right proud boys. White supremacists and right proud boys. Stand back and stand by. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Somebody's got to do something about Antifa and the left because this is not a right wing problem. His this own is a left wing. This said, is a left wing problem. White supremacist. I mean, there's nothing to it. So I mean, I just think I, I give more faith to the to the viewers in this. And I, I mean, the last hundred days, uh, Antifa and Black Lives Matter have rioted every single night. I think I've seen the Proud Boys once in in Portland, uh, maybe twice. They're they're not a problem. It's only a diversion. It's a way to protect Biden, who won't denounce Antifa, which is amazing. Today, the story is uh, all over Twitter that Trump won't denounce the Proud Boys. Barely a mention of uh, of Biden. Uh, not refusing to uh, denounce Antifa and Black Lives Matter. Who are, and and by the way, uh, Chris Wallace defended critical race theory. I mean, defended it. He said it was just like what do you call it? Racial sensitivity or what's wrong with that? I mean, that is right out of the Biden campaign handbook. He knows what critical race theory is. He knows why Trump is banning it in federal agencies and in the military. He knows that, but it helps Biden to say. All they're trying to do is stop racism, uh, Mr. President. What's wrong with that? Right. Oh, but if you're, somebody, if you're somebody in Wisconsin who finally, finally was seeing their first 401k ever, you know, you know, skyrocket through Trump, who finally, because of you know deregulation, was seeing their business expand finally after so many years, then this is the exchange you saw last night was this. Trump saying people want to open up about the coronavirus. Biden saying people want to be safe. And you're looking around and you're saying, yeah, we had nursing home deaths and we had people with with comorbidities die, but it's not wiping out society, you know, you know, you know, A to Z. And one guy there wants to get back to us being America. And one guy there wants to go hide in his basement and wants us to hide in our basements. And I think that's messaging that counts. And they don't hear Proud Boys. I don't know what the hell that is. And they hear white supremacy left and right. And usually it's about them. And they're saying, screw this, man. So that's why Trump's messaging was good. I mean, he, the only problem with Trump's messaging, of course, is that I don't know that suburban women are going to say, well, that's how I no. want my president to act because no. he was absolutely was acting like like Captain Lou Albano. There you go, Dave. Um, <laughs> you know what would be, um, be interesting to see, though? And this is maybe this is just my take. But we've been talking the last couple of days about are they going to get uh, what was the rate? What was it? Eighty four million people. Eighty four million. Yeah. What time do we get the, uh, the ratings? I don't know. When the, I don't know when the ratings come out in the numbers, but my guess is that was such a bloodbath. And, and and it was chaotic. I know chaos is the word of the day for the media. 
that the first 15 minutes was just dominant Trump and Biden looked fucking horrific in that first 15 minutes. How many people dropped off because they were like, oh, shit, like screw that. Nobody, nobody. And anybody who says they turned, walked away, I mean, is full of it. I couldn't take my eyes off. I I have to assume you guys can agree. The first 15 minutes, Biden was not there at all. He got absolutely destroyed. He rebounded in the, you know, after that, to some extent, to the best that Biden can in that moment. But, but I mean, and, and you let him, I mean, again, you, I, I would think after an hour, hour and a half, he'd be worse, but Trump got in the way. That's the problem. He got in the way. I can't, I don't see anybody who agrees with you, Shattuck, that it was a knockout uh, for 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 uh, for the president, unfortunately, I mean uh, Biden certainly didn't win. Biden Biden didn't look presidential. He looked snippy. He looked like a cranky old man. But Trump didn't help. He didn't help expose Biden for the uh, feeble candidate that he is, which is my big problem. You mentioned um, uh, David Brinkley. Uh, they're going to have all these types. David Brinkley, John Meacham today. Here's John Meacham's tweet after the debate. He says, "Nope, no hyperbole here." The incumbent's behavior this evening is the lowest moment in the history of the presidency since Andrew Johnson's racist state papers in the history of the presidency. So that would include, you know, Nixon. That would include FDR interning 120,000 Japanese Americans. The lowest point in the presidency, mm-hmm. not in debates, not in campaigns. Right. In it seems to be. They're Not acting in- like like a women whose boyfriend just got his ass kicked in the town square during a fight. Which is the good they're, part. They're, I'll give you that. I like they're very that. upset. And that's why I say that the Trump won on. Because that's what Biden's the Biden campaign had about 300 Don Drapers prepping him, setting him up, doing the marketing and crafting him as the fighter who was going to go in there and beat Trump last night. And the Biden people, if you watch the Paul Ryan debate, they love to fight dirty. They are happy to. Joe is happy to do it. So they sent him out there last night for a street fight. And Trump essentially knocked out Chris Wallace and just pummeled him. It was not. It, Trump, Trump didn't, uh, unfortunately, didn't knock out Chris Wallace. I mean, right at the beginning, he said, you know, I guess I'm debating you, too. Instead of Trump said, I'm not just debating him. I'm it, debating you, too. And that was clear. Uh, but let me get a uh, Chris Walt from our because our comment section is blowing up on Facebook Live. Let me get a rating one to ten, ten being the best. How did Chris Wallace do last night? One to ten in the comments. Negative seven million. He was the worst, worst moderator I've ever seen, the most biased. He ruined it. He ruined the debate. Oh. He got in the way and he, he was there to help one candidate beat uh, uh, and, and hurt the other. Uh, but uh, let's see what our friend Michael Graham, our, our, our political analyst friend, Michael Graham. It's sort of a never Trumper, not a big Trump fan, but obviously not a Biden fan either. Tom Shattuck, Michael Graham thinks Trump won by KO. I I disagree. I would I would maybe give him a little bit of an edge, but it was not the kind of uh, clear, decisive win that he needed. What do you think? It was a Billy Madison moment, <laughs> and we are all dumber for have, having sat through it. It was a total waste of time. It was a piece of crap. And I have a very simple question for the morons like Shattuck who stop thinking because they must embrace their uh, their Trump love. If you're winning by five points and you're Donald Trump, do you debate like that? And the answer, of course, is no. So, I mean, that's from a political standpoint, from a strategic standpoint, that's the beginning and end of the conversation. But we have to blab on and on and on mm-hmm. because Biden's old. Yes. And Trump's an idiot. Yes. And they all suck. Yes. Everybody sucks. That's the lesson of 2020. Everybody sucks. Get on the suck 
train because we're going to have nothing but suck for this entire year. I understand you and Bill Crystal and Jonah Goldberg yeah. spent the night crying <laughs> and, you know, offended that your buddy Joe Biden was, was pushed around. Well, what was the big Biden win then? What was the Biden win last night on policy? What was the Biden win? Because I know that he couldn't answer the question about packing the courts. Jerry, did, like Jerry, thing, did he ask me a, a question thing. about policy? Was there mm -hmm. a policy? Uh, I'm sorry. Did you have any sense at all that what was happening last night had anything to do with policy? What big law enforcement agency was endorsing Biden? That's a good one. That's a good question, yeah. Shattuck. That was the best shot Absolutely. that he got in all night when he yeah. said, and name one. And Name one law enforcement agency that supports you, Joe. And there was a little bit of silence. For once, Trump didn't step on the silence, didn't get in the way, and Biden couldn't answer it. That was the best shot he got in all night, Chad. You know the you know the tragedy, Jerry, is that if Trump weren't Trump, he could have handled that debate just fine last night. Biden was not very good. There were actually several times. I mean, when you have to say up front, I'm not going to answer that question because I'll get scared. I mean, like, boom, dude. How is that an answer? They won't let me. My, I mean, they started asking him. Seriously, when they started asking him about Supreme Court justices and packing the court, did you notice that Biden was blinking? I'm a hostage. I'm a hostage. You know, they, were, they were holding his wife off stage. You know, I mean, they were not going to let him answer the question at all. So those are moments that in, if it had been a debate, a sane person could have taken advantage of. But Trump it's, it's, blew up the debate. He refused to have a debate and he loses. And the sad part about Shattuck, because he knows better than this. Shattuck, when we did radio together and he was trying to hold back my career desperately, he would point out that it was Definitely. all about the audio. What does it sound like? You know, can you listen to this conversation? If the three of us started yelling at each other right now for five minutes without stopping, Nobody would be left listening to this. Uh, but see, you're wrong. You're wrong. No, my, Michael, I'm not saying Come Trump on. won. I'm not even rating the, the, you know, the quality of the debate, but I couldn't, I couldn't take my eyes off it. It was very entertaining. I mean, I like chaos. I like fights. <laughs> my biggest gripe with Chris Wallace was getting in the way. I mean, mm -hmm. when you, if, if, if you just want to have a real debate, let right. them go. Why do you have to get in the way? Why do you have to interrupt? Come on. You know why? Because you can't let the cornerback from the other team in the huddle. I mean, you have to have something. <laughs> there has to be like, could you let the other guy? Trust me. And this is once again, where I know Trump love kind of triumphs brain in any other circumstance, you'd be going, just let the guy talk, let him talk. And that's, no, what, that's what Biden was saying. And so the, the message here from last night is if you if you were looking for a reason to move into the Trump column, you were not given any. If you're looking for a reason to get out, you were given a, a couple of small ones. Basically, yes, he's still a jerk. And then nothing else happens. Trump is still losing by five. Trump is going to lose Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Arizona. And Joe Biden's going to be the next president. And, and, you know, and, but he's my big problem is. Chris Wallace didn't ask, you know, like about fracking. Uh, obviously, they asked about the Green New Deal. Mm -hmm. Joe Biden lied, didn't press him on it, didn't press him on having AOC is his advisor, his campaign mm -hmm. advisor. His running mate is a co-sponsor of the Green New Deal. And they allow, allowed him to say, nah, I'm not a big fan of the Green New Deal mm -hmm. and just moved on. Can I, correct, I, 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 wanna, I just want everyone to have the actual facts on the Green New Deal thing. And Joe Biden is not helpful on this. He's definitely very confusing about it. But um, uh, inside sources, you know, that I run, we, we own a, uh, a product called Delaware Valley Journal down the Philly suburbs. We just did a poll that came out yesterday that showed that the suburban affluent Biden plus 25 rich white people are prepared to pay zero in additional electric bills for the Green New Deal. 42% said I won't pay anything more. 24% said I'll pay about 10 bucks. And in putting that poll together, we looked at Biden has his own plan. This is where it's where it's confusing. 
He has a $2 trillion waste of time plan that's just as dumb as the Green New Deal. It's just not as big as a Green New Deal. So that's really, when he says, I don't support the Green New Deal. Yeah, he's right. He doesn't support that specific Ed Markey thing. He just has his own Green New Deal light, just so everyone well, knows that's the facts. Which you would never absorb, find out during the debate last night. That's assuming he doesn't absorb uh, Kamala Harris's platform. But if oh, you're sure. somebody, if you're one of those 80,000 people who decided the election last time in the mm -hmm. Rust Belt, right. who was advocating more strongly for your interests last night? I have no idea. They were yelling over each other the whole time. No, it was Trump. Trump was advocating for you. Trump was advocating to open it up, let businesses uh, thrive again, you know, reach the heights that we reached eight months ago. Jerry, do Trump you think anybody one. heard anything about policy last night? Um, do you think not much. Not yeah. much. And I, all and we again, saw was the attitude. This was a throwdown. Well, That's all this was, a bar fight. And and it was, again, Chris Wallace's fault. We didn't, he didn't press on the Green New Deal or defunding the police. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Uh, you want to talk about another uh, example of, of bias. There were more questions about the Proud Boys than there were about the Middle East peace treaties. Now, I'm not, I don't care that much about the Middle East. I'm more of a, you know, domestic guy. I, I, I'm looking forward to bringing the troops home. But they were historic by any measure. Were there any questions about the Israeli, uh, Bahrain and, and UAE peace treaties, nothing, right? Nothing. But are those but, uh, not, are those not more consequential than the freaking proud boys? Listen, I agree with you, but the reason why the proud boys were in the conversation was because Trump said, give me somebody to condemn who he then promptly didn't condemn as opposed to just answering the question. How easy is it to say, of course I oppose white supremacy. And then well, that's, what he, that's what that he did. That's what he did. It. He did that. He's an he, idiot. Did it. he did that in his own, in his unique, inarticulate, no, clumsy way. Yes, he tries to. He says, I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name scam was masterfully designed new episodes available now subscribe to the perfect scam podcast on apple Podcasts, spotify or wherever you get your podcasts who are you texting my therapist you text with your therapist text video chat call yep that sounds too easy how did you find her i just went to betterhelp.com save she's a licensed therapist and it's all online i connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere plus it's affordable i wonder if i should try it it's great to talk to someone in confidence she's helped me sort out quite a few things and right now you save 10 percent off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com save betterhelp.com save got it stand down stand oh, come back on, gary you've never run for office in your life if I put you on that stage with no prep, question number one, white supremacy. Man, you what, what is the purpose of asking? What is the purpose? The white supremacy is not a problem in this country right now. Antifa right. and Black Lives Matter are. The, the fact is that if you want to win votes, you go where the voters are. And suburban white ladies really don't like tension about race. That's one reason why they embrace the Black Lives Matter phrase, although they don't support almost any of the policies. And when you poll the policies, do you want to less money for cops, ending qualified which would, immunity? Which would have been a great like line of questioning. Yeah, exactly. From Wallace. And, yeah, and, and Trump, by the way, could have pursued it. The didn't. existential subject is criminal justice reform. No. And There's Trump brought that up. He, Trump, he brought up the Biden's crime bill. Jerry, what's That's the first substance. rule of politics? Jerry, what's the first rule of politics? Uh, I don't know. What's the, what is it? Tell me. Get elected. What's the second rule? What's the second rule of politics? Uh, beat your opponent. Get reelected. Oh, forget That's it. rule number one. That <laughs> exactly. One. Bingo. 
First rule, get elected. Second rule, get reelected. Trump did not help himself get elected. That's the beginning, middle, and end. Everything else is just blah, blah, blah. And I guarantee you that other than, you know, policy wonks and people offended by Dana or Dana, have you say her name, Bash, calling it a shit show, nobody's talking about anything other than the show last night. That's all. Right. But, 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 but see, I think that's good because he, okay. on CNN, MSNBC, they're not saying our guy won. Our guy mm-hmm. was presidential. They're saying, oh, it was so hard. I could barely watch my, mm-hmm. my friend's uh, sixth grader cried herself <laughs> to sleep, which is what Jake Tapper said. I think he was talking about himself. Uh, last great night. line, Jerry. Great line. Uh, well, that was a great line, man. If, if these people are so upset, you know, Joe and Meek are this upset, that something must have gone right. I agree with you totally. And I think that they get over emotional and it does not, it does not portend well for them when they do that. I think they, anybody who thinks that Donald, well. Trump, Donald Trump has a problem, he's losing. Anyone who thinks that he helped fix that problem is not being honest. And there's still a month, something could happen in a month. You don't know. Biden sucks. That's certainly true. But uh, Trump has very few opportunities to change the trajectory, and, and, and the trajectory and, and, and still instead in of way. talking about where where Biden finished in his in his law school, <laughs> you know what cl- uh, what what class yeah. rank he had, he should have been hammering right. away on 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 fracking. He should have been a hammer. He should have said AOC. Let's hear you denounce AOC right. and Elon Omar. Denounce but, he, them. But, but even on the character stuff, look, I think that's a totally solid riff that a prepped b- debater could do, which is. Smart. Let's roll through the times you've called yourself smart. Remember when you told someone you had the highest IQ of anyone they know and you right. and then go through the, the bit that Shattuck and I used to do on TKK about Biden's many, many lies about being smart. You know, he, he's one step away from Fredo. I'm smart. I'm smart. <laughs> I'm not that dumb like people say. You can do that. You could. But he didn't do that because he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. It's like when they ask a question about um, the, the race training, the, the racial Critical. intensity training. Right. And the specific phrase, and I, now I'm spacing the phrase because I'm having a Biden moment. What's the, what was it? They Because uh, it's not just. Crit- it's critical race theory. Critical race, that's it. If but, Trump but, knew but, four but, sentences but, about critical race theory, he could have said, Joe, do you really support this? That white people are inherently evil and that are they're in inherently need of reconstruction that no other race needs because white people are fundamentally evil. Do you agree with that? Because that's the that's premise. Well, I'll tell you that's what, what happened. Chris, Chris Wallace would have know. jumped in. Chris Wallace would have jumped Correct. in and said, what's wrong with no, you're take, tried to, uh, that, you know, speaking out against racism? Rest. Come on. Correct. He was in the turf nine times and you're blaming the refs. Yes, the Chris Wallace. didn't do their jobs. Come on, Go back Jerry. and listen to the question he asked. He said, what's he, wrong with racism? You want to fight with political symmetry, that kind of uh, debate, that just watch Paul Ryan versus Bert Biden. Biden then became Trump, you know, eight years ago during that and went outside the boundaries and just beat him with a, with a two by four. And, you know, why do it? Why do it to yourself? You don't have to do it's yourself. Not you can made, win. These debates are not made for Republicans then to, don't win, do that. to win. Then these don't do that. These are Hogan debates. So go in and fight and kick his ass and biden was exasperated towards the end of the debate and that goes to enthusiasm so if you can get those rust belt people to say okay trump's the biggest a-hole i've ever seen but at least he believes in my basic values he's not owned by aoc he's not afraid to talk about packing the courts you know jerry Jerry, how many rust belt how many rust belt pipe fitters sat through that 90 minutes of yammering last night None of them. Everybody. No, I no disagree. I just I couldn't take my eyes off it. Yep. It was entertaining. We'll see. Was, they'll have they'll have ratings. It was we'll see. wild and 
I mean, if you want to say it didn't convince anybody, uh, yeah. it probably not. So, probably not. So my, so my lovely bride buttercup who has no interest in politics whatsoever. She's stuck with me while I'm watching stuff at, she literally, for the first time ever in all the many debates I've had to cover right about <laughs> first time ever she goes, cause you turned that bleep off. Just wow. turn it off. I, I, turn off the I, audio. I, I wish it, it went on forever. Horrible. It was wild. It was like when I'm watching a, a fight. She's in the a street. moderate suburban voter, and she's prepared to support Trump, and she couldn't listen to it. I think she's married a, to you. How could she not stand that? I agree. I'm stunned. I was, it's hard to when you reach her gag reflex. You are you're doing the uh, COVID test of gag reflex. See, I think that what we needed, what Trump needed, was to uh, uh, Biden to appear like he was. In cognitive decline, in the throes of dementia, lost, just lost. He, it needed him to have a, a blank look on his face and to lose his way two or three times. It might have happened. Trump got in the way, and Wallace was there with the life preserver every time. So it didn't happen. So, what he needed to happen didn't happen. I agree with Graham. It's not going to So let me the, ask you both something. All. You know, historically, we're told that Obama got beat badly by uh, by, uh, Romney in the first debate. He did. And historically, Mondale beat the hell out of Reagan in the first debate. Mm -hmm. How did Trump do compared to those two? It wasn't a debate. You can't compare them. It's like comparing a... You have an end takeaway. You know, the impression... It's like comparing a baseball game to a brawl. I mean, it's just... His goal was completely different. So how do you compare it? Well, because I, but I don't care. I'm blaming the ref. Sometimes the refs are a factor. Sometimes they're a factor. <laughs> and when this Biden stooge, Chris Wallace, when this guy... Asks about the Proud Boys and not Antifa and let's he didn't ask about, about the Proud Boys. Uh, Trump made him say the Proud Boys because Trump's an idiot. But, and he did. He said it. And and he asked about and in the middle of the best fight of the night, Chris Wallace interrupts and says, I want to talk about climate change. Nobody wants to talk about climate change. Nobody. I mean, he, no. he, he morphs into Greta Thunberg in the middle of the best brawl the, of the night. The biggest favor Chris Wallace could have done Trump would have been to tase him so that Biden could talk. Because when Biden talked, he created problems for himself. I completely disagree with you about Chris Wallace. All right. I, no, I, I, that's I, incorrect. I, the what, problem no, is correct. You, you just feel like it. Big you have a bias. Dana Bash and Michael Graham and Jake Tapper <laughs> all wanted the normal, symmetrical <laughs> no. beatdown. I just want to hear what they had to say. That's what I just they wanted. To hear that. And Trump overturned the tables, and he went nuts on these people oh, blah, blah. and he would Trump not play Trump. by their rules because he assumed he went he came to win he assumed that he was going to be mugged like any so, good new yorker would especially in 2020 and so he came out fighting and so Jerry, like the, what was the big I, difference you know, Jerry, between this time and hillary four years ago what was the biggest difference between the debates in this the biggest difference was this moderator was completely in the tank for now, one they had bad moderators before. that was the biggest difference he my wasn't even hiding it chris wallace was difference was Bill, on uh, Team Biden. Trump was having fun four years ago. He was having fun messing with Hillary. He had we had a smile on his face. He was there was very little fun last night. And this is the sad loser Trump. I, you know, I like he it didn't better smile when, enough for you. Oh Jesus! Uh, well, you know, a pandemic and a world revolution yeah, happening at the moment. Fun. The Biden's got morose down. Biden's already got the. This is all terrible. You know, all Trump had to do was look at this doofus. But that Trump didn't show up. We got loser Trump. He's all losing. Right, he knows that, he's losing. Right, that's up from Michael Graham from the Lincoln Project uh, in the Bulwark. <laughs> Uh, do you have a little cry room in the home? In your home, like, it's like so CNN funny does? neither of those would hire me. So it's <laughs> funny that you say that. Now I'm a man without a country. Thank God for inside sources. You know, All right, I Thanks, work for Graham. myself, and my boss is an a hole. So there's that. <laughs> 
By the uh, way, seriously, seriously, some fascinating polling out of these Philly suburbs because it's the classic, you know, used to be Republicans 10 years ago. And now they're Democrats. Why? And they all, Why? And, well, that's just it. You poll them who you voted for. 60 Biden, 35 Trump. Then you poll them. OK, how about energy policy? Oh, no, no. I hate that Biden energy policy. What, what, what about judges? Oh, no, no. I'm not with Biden on judges. You just go straight down. My favorite question, though, you'll find this interesting, Gary. We ask people, OK, you're voting for Biden. How many coworkers and friends do you know that you think are actually voting for Trump and are keeping it a secret? Half of them said they had somebody like that in their uh, life. And that's in deep blue Philly suburbs. Right. So I, thought that I would say more than that now that, that you and your buddy Dana Basher now, you know, <laughs> calling everybody a white supremacist who didn't uh, condemn uh, Trump for not condemning the Proud Boys, whoever the hell they are. The last time I saw Dana, she literally would not even talk to me. So, that's, Oh, that must have been heartbreaking. You didn't, Dana, ba Dana Bash wouldn't talk to you. It is, no, saying, it is so, glorious. So, you, know, you keep listing these names of people who I know for a fact hate me. So, it is glorious. Why don't you throw watching, in Deval Patrick too, Shattuck? <laughs> watching the meltdown on 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 Twitter and on the clips from CNN, from MSNBC, <laughs> and all the you know Morning Joe. These people are very very upset about the shit show. So it couldn't have been all bad. If they're upset, <laughs> good, I'm happy. Good point. Anyone who hates dogs and babies can't be all bad. Very. That's good. true. That's true. I right, Grant. Thanks. We will Thank talk you. To you again. We'll talk to you after the next debate when. Uh, you know, they have uh, Jill Biden as the moderator. I think she'll be more fair than than uh, than uh, Chris Wallace was last night. I see this drives me crazy when they flip around and make ads out of it. Right now, you know, left wing Twitter, all team Biden is using that Charlottesville question and the Proud Boys answer to advance their agenda, even though everybody knows it's a lie. Everyone knows it's based mm -hmm. on a lie. Everyone knows he wasn't defending white supremacists in Charlottesville. They're doing it anyway. The job of the media used to be to call out people for such blatant uh, dishonesty and deception. Now it's yeah, to Gary, advance. Does that matter? If, if Trump talked about the diffusion of water through a permeable membrane, they would say white supremacy. We need to raise money now. Friend, we need to make sure that you pitch in just $1 each. They're going to raise money on anything. It's a it's a continuing narrative that he's a racist, that he's a xenophobe, that he's in Putin's pocket, that he's everything horrific in the world. So it doesn't take him to have a debate performance for them. But, but to see, do it. for once, once I was hoping there'd be some fact check. Remember they were saying that would Chris Wallace fact check in real time Trump's lies? I've, I've given you a list of eight or nine, ten blatant Biden lies, and no one will mm -hmm. fact check. The guy said these things. I mean, we can go back to Ukraine, where he threatened the prosecutor, uh, threatened uh, them with the money, the billion dollars, if they don't fire the prosecutor who's looking into his son's dirty dealings. That is on video. He says on video, on audio, he wants to defund the police, turns around, and says, I don't want to defund the police. These are things that matter. They should matter. And these are things that should be covered today. There should be some mechanism where they, they fact check this guy the way they do with Trump. And it just isn't there. Not that I... I could see, and I'm a yeah. But if Trump had said right wing Trump Twitter guy, said, I can't answer that question because you'll use it against me. Right. Wallace would have said, "Hold on, you can't say that. This is a debate. This right. is the open discourse. You have to answer the questions here." No, no, no. You'll use it against me if you know the truth. Well, then the truth must be pretty GD bad. And for you know, people, real people who watch this thing will say that. Why can't he answer that? That's weird. What is packing it, the court? It, They'll look into it, it and say. It's, it's such a good point. It's such a good example. Um, again, Kamala Harris did it yesterday, uh, two days ago, and, uh, and, and Biden did it. That's their strategy, that they're going to pack the court, but they're not going to admit it. 
And the media will just say, oh, good. We don't want to distract from, you know, the goal here, which is to get, which is to stop the, the evil orange man. So he can do it. I mean, what if they do it about everything, you know, about every subject? Oh, no, I don't want to go there. That would be a distraction. What about the Green New Deal? Oh, I can't answer that. You know, we got to right. stay focused. Kamala Harris not only did it, Jerry, but she said that, that Biden was very clear about it. And uh, the Democrats have control of the Senate. If uh Judge Barrett is confirmed and uh, the Democrats have control of the Senate next year and the White House and the House of Representatives. Should the Supreme Court be expanded? Uh, you know, what? let's I think that first of all, Joe's been very clear that um, he is going to, to to pay attention to the fact and I'm with him on this one thousand percent. Pay attention to the fact that right now, Lawrence, people are voting. What the hell does that even mean? <laughs> what in, I, again, can you imagine Mike Pence or Trump saying that and them just saying, oh, OK, people are voting. So you don't have to answer this important question. Yes or no. It's very simple. Are you going to expand the court? Obviously, we know the answer is yes. They will do anything uh, you know, to stop the, the, the majority, the uh, conservative majority in the Supreme Court. But the fact that the media doesn't even make them answer it is just so bizarre. It's just like, oh, OK, we're good. We're good here. Um, do you know the guy from C-SPAN who's moderating the next debate? I mean, I, I don't know I've anything about, about him. him. I'm sure know, it's, you know, C-SPAN. They're not supposed to be, you know, opinionated. I'm sure he's a Biden next, guy. Next but, one's a, uh, a town hall format, right? So oh, is it? Be, Jesus. I, I believe so, yeah. I mean, we originally thought there'd be no crowd at all. There was obviously family and, you know, it was like 100 people, they said, in the end. And uh, Jill Biden, that cruel woman, was in front the front row. She went on stage and hugged her husband while while wearing her mask, which was a little strange. Um, but uh, I just think that the big uh, issue, the biggest issue, obviously, uh, the China virus. And I mean, Trump has one thing to say, and he should say it over and over again. It would be worse if you were President Joe. It would be worse if you were making the call. That's just sure, indisputable. That he said that again and again. I don't understand. Like, why... Well, you're suggesting he didn't. Trump said that again and again, that it would be worse, that we would have lost two million people if you did that, Joe. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. Trump was a interrupting a-hole rude jerk last night, but he didn't leave too much, you know, on the table. He actually pretty much said everything he should have said. I mean, there were some other points he certainly could have made. And if he was a nuanced thinker it, it, like Mitt Romney, he could have had some surgical strikes against Biden that would have been very convincing. But he also would have been had the hell beat out of him, his teeth kicked in by the moderator and Biden, because Biden's used to doing that stuff. So, but, but and there's also, thing. again, dumb diversions like what where he finished in his law school class. I mean, you really think that's a smart uh, tangent to go on? For the president, well, we've heard Biden be sensitive about that before. Very famously, when he had his mind 30 years ago, Biden went off when somebody suggested that he wasn't a good student. And uh, and it was an unhinged moment. So for Trump to try to troll, to try to get an unhinged moment out of Joe, I think it was a good idea. Well, I, I guess I, you're looking. I mean, you could tell that Biden wanted to snap and just say, uh, you know, you, you, you suck or just lose it. And he did. A little bit. He called him a clown and he told him to shut up. I mean, you won't see that. If Trump did that to Biden, you'd see it a thousand times today, all over TV, all over Twitter. Uh, it, it didn't happen. Uh, and again, there were these the ridiculous takes like blaming Trump for shutting down the economy when Biden said, you know, a week ago that he would shut it down all over again. That's a good issue for Trump. It should be he's his team open it up and Biden's team locked down. 
and uh, you know, somewhere in the middle there is, is Fauci. Fortunately, uh, Trump isn't listening to him anymore and brought in, brought in Scott Atlas uh, to, uh, you know, to counter uh, Fauci and uh, Redfield and Burke. And that was interesting, Burke's. too, actually, that part of the debate where, where Wallace said, are you contradicting your own people in this? And Trump said, yes, I don't agree with them. I think they're wrong. Right. That is so unheard of. So if still, if this, if, if, if this, you know, this contest is about um, the establishment in D.C. politics or the swamp or whatever you want to call about it. Trump, once again, said stuff that you would never say as an as a hack politician for 47 years or whatever it was. You know, in, in, in I think in the debate last time when Trump went off on Rosie O'Donnell and you knew at that point, then all bets were off that this was a, a crazy show. And that was likable for Trump to do. The fact that he's still happy to just throw convention out the window and be this unorthodox is is remarkable. I don't know. Will it take this? See, kind see of- Graham. Graham's right about this, though. I don't think it moved the needle. It doesn't, uh, you know, change a lot of people's minds. Unfortunately, I mean, it changed my mind about one person on stage, Chris Wallace. Chris Wallace is a, a piece of sh- garbage, in my opinion. Who was in the tank? In case I haven't made that clear, but I still think Biden is in the throes of dementia, and I still think. Trump is a loose cannon and with no discipline who, who could have done a, a much, much better uh, job of uh, exposing Biden. He didn't do it. Sadly, he didn't do it. Did you know that Shea Concrete has been offering technical engineering semar- seminars for professional development credit at their Amesbury headquarters since January 2018? Well, now these continuing education opportunities are brought to the industry virtually through the Precast Podcast platform. I've been telling you about the Precast Podcast, the best podcast in the Precast business. It's the only one, but it's good. And you can get credit just by listening. Although nothing can take the place of the in-person training, the virtual education offering through the Precast Podcast are a close second. Shake Concrete Products is committed to supporting two educational-based podcast episodes per month at no cost to attendees. Multiple credit hours can be earned. How easy is that? You don't get credit for the Callahan podcast. You get credit when you listen to the precast podcast. Are you a septic or wastewater professional in Mass or New Hampshire? Contractors, installers, engineers, or job site inspectors who need to earn professional CECs to keep up their certification or license, should check out Shay's precast podcast technical engineering seminars. Uh, and the podcast, the precast podcast is not all technical. Listen and find out more about the company's process, products, employees, and so on. There's even an episode featuring me, the brother-in-law of uh, Greg, the guy who runs Shea Concrete. Shea Concrete Products is not only the lead supplier in the precast concrete industry, but they also deliver a robust technical education platform with over seven years of experience in operation as a family owned and operated business. Shea has become new England's premier precaster where there's sun or rain or snow. doesn't matter. Shea concrete products is always on the go and they will drive that extra mile to be your trusted precast concrete product partner in new England and beyond. Check them out. Sheaconcrete.com. What do you think turtle boy? Well, first of all, you know, it's bad. Well, Michael Graham gives me more of a reason to call in than Alex Reamer. Okay. First of all, he's a never Trumper. Never Trumpers should never, they should never be heard from again because they're a disgrace. They tried to sabotage a president who has appointed three Supreme Court justices who will sit and have conservative opinions for the next 30 years. I never want to hear from a never Trumper ever again on anything. Good, they're good, good point. If Michael Graham had his way, uh, Cornell West would be on the Supreme Court right now. <laughs> right. And, and he specifically, the reason I'm calling in is because 
uh, he said on like uh, Graham just said that uh, Trump was asked about to condemn white supremacists and he refused. Go and check the transcript. Literally the first word out of Trump's mouth were, sure, when asked, will you condemn white supremacists? Sure. He then asked them to name a white supremacist group and they could not do it. And that's why they pulled Proud Boys out of the rest, who, by the way, the leader of the Proud Boys is a black guy named Enrique. Worst white supremacist group ever. <laughs> They're a bunch of weirdos that go around fighting Antifa in the streets. That's the because they couldn't name a white supremacist group because there are none. There's like five people in this country yeah, but, who are but, but, white but, supremacists. And that's my point, Aiden, from the beginning is that is nothing but a Biden talking point. We know white supremacist proud boys aren't a problem in this country. We know Antifa and Black Lives Matter are. And the way to uh, divert attention is bring up Proud Boys bring up, you know, this generic white supremacist. And and while you're at it, let's mention Charlottesville. That's exactly what Team Biden wanted. And Wallace did it to a T. It was just so obvious. And idiots and so- like Graham take the bait and they run with it. And this media spin, it's nonsense. I wake up in the morning. What's trending on Twitter? Proud Boys. That, that's what people took out of it? How about Antifa isn't real? How about that one? That seems a little it's, bit more it's, problematic. It's like the top three things. Charlottesville. Uh, Proud Boys, uh, Trump refuses to uh, denounce. It's it's all over the place. Yeah. And the other guy said Antifa is not an organization. Not really. And immediately, and I know you follow a lot of the same guys I do, Aiden, like Andy. No, immediately gives you the you know the the whole hierarchy right. of the of the Portland Antifa, all the guys, all the people, all the you know mug shots, and and the candidate for president says the organization that is literally burning buildings and, and looting and rioting nightly. Talk they don't exist. Well. They're just, they're they're just an idea. I was confronted by a wall of Antifa the other day in Roxbury protesting Monica Cannon Grant. I assure you they're quite real. The Proud Boys, on the other hand, there isn't a single person who, in this country who wakes up and is like, oh my God, the Proud Boys are a problem. Oh my God, how am I going to survive the Proud Boys today? It's not real. Go and check you know who's going to save us, Jerry? Hispanic voters. Telemundo poll results last night. 66% of Telemundo watchers said Trump won that debate. You know why? Because they're not stupid like white people are. They don't take debate about freaking Proud Boys. Nobody cares about the Proud Boys. Uh, well, and so you weren't as disgusted as I was with Chris Wallace? or were I was the, Oh, I'm, I'm completely in agreement with, you, with uh, Chris Wallace. He was a freaking joke. He didn't press Biden on anything. He just let him get away with that Supreme Court nonsense. What matters more to the average American? Whether or not the Supreme Court gets stacked for the next 50 years or the Proud Boys? Hold on, hold on. I want to get to climate change. <laughs> climate change. I want to get in the middle of the best... Uh, yeah, but, you, know, you know, the audience fact, isn't. Chris I want to get to climate change. Nobody wants to get to climate change. Right. Nobody wants to get to climate change. But the people who count, people in the middle, the say the 80,000 who voted for Obama uh, and then voted for Trump, those are people, they're listening and they're watching. And those are people that Trump spoke to last time. Remember the last four years ago when Trump debated Hillary, the first half an hour, Trump, although clumsily just talked about jobs we need jobs 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 and for the next 90 minutes hillary beat the hell out of him but the message was clear to people trump was a jobs guy you know she was a big government guy a big government solution kind of person and so that's all that matters it doesn't matter that chris wallace was an a-hole of course he's going to be an a-hole and the, the, the cnn now is they're, they're crying and van jones almost freaking passed out last night because of the white supremacy. It's not a real issue. 
People know it's not a real no issue. No kidding. That's okay. what I've been saying. It's a setup. Another setup. They and 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 Aiden's right. I mean, right now, all we're seeing on Twitter, it's trending everywhere. Trump will not denounce the Proud Boys. Like that matters to anything. To anyone. These people who the Proud Boys even are. What do you know about the Proud Boys? I know Boys? nothing about them. I know yeah. they protect they protect a bunch of dudes and beards who like to carry around their AR 15s and act like hardos. It's not for me. I wouldn't do that. But they're not a white supremacist group. They're just like the fighting Antifa. Like, who oh, so, cares? so you, uh, what you're saying is you won't condemn them? You won't contend? What? No. What, were, you, were you there at Charlottesville? And that's one uh, thing I like about Trump. See, he look at his haircut. He's, he's got the he same haircut. He doesn't dance how the media board. tells him to dance. Like, they want you to be like, you must condemn this. Well, when's Biden going to ask to be condemned? When's he going to condemn Black Lives Matter, which is a billion times more dangerous and destructive than the Proud Boys could ever be? Uh, of course. Of course. And, and we know that. You know that. I feared that this was our only chance. I guess that's what I'm afraid of, Shattuck, is the C-SPAN guy, the NBC, the next two do moder- the next two debates are going to be the same thing. They're going to talk about climate change and you know, you know, all the uh, you know, COVID deaths. And they're gonna it's gonna be another setup. This was his best chance, and and Trump blew it, I feel. I if know. you watch the second half of that debate, at one point Biden says, I mean, you say it's a Republican. Repub- and his head just goes down and he powers down for a minute as Trump is talking. And I think that Biden's handlers saw that and they said, no, no, we're not going to do anymore. And I think they will. They're going to say that we can't do anymore because Trump was unhinged, was not uh, civil and acted insane as a president. So we can't have any more debates because I think that's a problem. But Biden's physicality last night, if you just simply watch his physicality, he was not okay. He was aspirating during the second yeah, half. Yeah, I, I wanted it to be more obvious, and it might have been. If Trump got out of the way and Chris Wallace wasn't there to, you know, give a mouth-to-mouth, I think Biden would have been would have appeared more feeble. Uh, and maybe right. he will in the next debate. God knows he, he won't be on the campaign trail. No one will, uh, you know, they'll be covering for him, and you won't see him. He'll be putting a lid on every damn day. How about this little factoid um, from Jack Poso? He says... Trump literally executed a white supremacist two months ago. Uh, white supremacist Daniel Lewis Lee was put to death in July, the first federal execution in 17 years. Trump is executing white supremacists. He's not supporting them, but hey, but hey, it's it's all about optics and 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 takeaways. The first debate against Hillary sucked too. He was not good, if you recall. He came. The second one was the line. You're going. You're going to jail. That was the second debate. He's going to be much better in the second and third one. I don't know. I, well, hopefully he uh, is focused. I, I want him to talk about Hunter Biden more because no, Joe, Jerry, two, two reasons. Two reasons. Nobody gives because a Joe Biden that. flat out lies about it and. And, and and everything they accuse him of, like you know, in in you know, colluding with Russia and and you know, the China. I mean, he bring up all these big issues, and they all come back to Hunter. I like that. big mistake. You don't. Nobody cares about Hunter Biden, Jerry. Yes, except you. Yes, we know do. you think he's scum. Uh, uh, okay, the story includes hookers and cocaine no, and, Ch- and Russia and like China. Good things. You're mentioning good things that people like <laughs> hookers and cocaine. Okay. You know what people don't like. Black Lives Matter burning their cities down. That's I what want matters. him to get to that too. About that exclusively. I want him to get to that too, and I want to. I mean, I guess um, someone along the way will force Biden to denounce Antifa. You know, which isn't an organization; it's just an idea. Mm-hmm. Tell that to the store owners who've had the in Kenosha who've had their lives destroyed by Black Lives Matter and, and Antifa. And this clown says it's just an idea. What's the idea? Tell me the idea. Right. Well, the idea is carrying Molotov cocktails. You're right. And destroying city blocks. 
And I think people see that as well. People don't like I mean, there's too much there's too much content out there that shows these thugs. And they're even more hateable. The Antifa people are more hateable because they're, you know, middle class kids from Wellesley and they're freaking just <clears throat> and they're wimps and they're dishonorable. And you can say the Proud Boys are jerks and they are jerks. They're all jerks. But there's only one group of people who sucker punch vets and other people and run away. And that's Antifa. And it doesn't matter. There's a certain honor code among men of all stripes, and they break it all the time. Well, then Trump should have spent. You're right. Aiden's right. You should have just talked about that all night. Black Lives Matter. And I mean, and, and Graham's right about this. The critical race theory, you can tie that back to Black Lives Matter. And Trump couldn't articulate it to save his life. Couldn't do it. He, he didn't even really understand what it was about. He just knew that it was bad. Like I'm not yes, and he banned like, it, which is good. Yeah. But I mean, he has to memorize a couple of sentences on why he banned it. Jerry, then, we need to prep him. He needs to watch the Jerry Callahan show. We were talking about Kendi yesterday. Just talk talk about that guy Kendi if you want to talk yes. about. Yes, he's everything that's wrong with it. And and they didn't spend enough time on Amy, Amy Coney Barrett. That is a winning issue for Trump. A great issue for Trump. And oh, force Biden had good things to say. Uh, yeah, but but he wouldn't. He doesn't want her on the court, and he didn't we know even that. Say that. He's like, he's like, oh, I like her. She's good. <laughs> yeah, no, he she's good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Start. Let's, how about having her on the court? Oh, are you going to pack the court? Well, he won't answer, and Chris Wallace won't make him answer. But anyway, I'm repeating myself. All right, I, I'll come on tomorrow. Hey, I what's the uh, rating going to be? Eighty-four million is the over/under. That was the rating for Hillary and uh, Trump. Do you think they top it? Oh, they're topping that. You think they're topping oh, 84 million? That, I think so. that gets them into Super Bowl territory. That will make it the most watched presidential, mm. presidential debate ever. Yeah. I and mean, don't you think there's a lot of anticipation last night going into that? There I sure was. was. I mean, I was riveted. I, I, these people who say they turned it off are full of crap. Nobody yeah, turns it off. They're the same people who say they're not watching the NFL because of the kneeling. They're all right. watching. Jake Tapper's friend's yeah. sixth grade daughter ran to bed crying. But other than that, I don't know how anyone could turn it off. I couldn't get enough of it. I, I thought it was wildly entertaining. Well, uh, well, that's what's crazy about it. Because not only the fact that it happened at all was extraordinary. Extraordinary at all that they were having a debate. Well, and for then to take it to 11 in this debate that you thought, is it going to happen at all? For him to go all in is, I don't think people know how to process this. They don't know how to process no question. it. Well, how about this? The new movement is because Trump was so rude. You know, Trump uh, called Biden a clown and told him to shut. Oh, no, that was actually Biden. But anyway, because Trump was so rude and vulgar, the new push from uh, the media wing of the Biden campaign is to not have any more debates. Say, no, we've, we've done enough here. Let's just we're not going to dignify him with another debate, which well, is you're going to hear a lot of that. There's still time, Jerry, for all the Chris Wallace fans out there. You you put your rating in the comment section on Facebook. There's still time for you to vote because the show's not over. But right now, he scored a negative 27 on the scale of one to tw- one to uh, one to ten. So that's where he's at. Because somebody put him at a negative six uh, six hundred. So that factored in. Good. Yeah, that's about well, right. The yeah. debate thing is 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 already started. It started last night. They said we can't do this again. And the team Biden loves that, of course, because they've been looking for a reason to get out of this. But at the same time that you have that going, there is so much more enthusiasm now for Joe Rogan to be doing something with these people, because if they're not, if it's going to be a, a uh, you know, a, a cage match anyway in the octagon, then why not have the cage match guy handle it? Somebody who can, you know, shut people up and push people around on his own show. And so I like that. But that's happening out there. Those is it Rogan too late? Guys, I mean, these debates are all set, aren't they? 
Well, with the de- National Debate Commission or whatever, they can't tell Trump not to walk into Rogan's place in Texas, no longer in L.A., by the way, um, and not talk to Rogan. The well, Biden I- people would will say that they can't do it because the almighty debate commission but that's bs who cares there's I mean, there are no well, rules trump would do trump would do the rogan debate but um yes um biden won't i mean isn't that clear oh, of course they don't want to do it but at some point if it starts to look bad and that whole podcast community there that podcast revolution community there are tens of millions of people invested in that and they are free speech anti-cancel culture true believers and that is a voting block. And if they can't get a good, you know, temperature or handle on, on what those people are going to do behaviorally because they're voters, then that's a danger. That is a danger. And I, but, I mean, but it doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't matter whether it's Joe Rogan or the, C- <clears throat> the C-SPAN guy. What's the difference? You think, you think Rogan's going to keep control of them? I mean, he's going to let them fight even more than right. That's another point, Jerry. Jerry. Last night when people were so aghast, oh, my God, Wallace has lost control of this. Right. So you had two guys now in an open forum just debating. What's wrong with that? I thought that was great when it was just Biden in in Trump going head to head. The problem was he was there to help one guy and not the other. That's why it was so obvious. Right. But clearly it was obvious is good for Trump that he had to fight two people in this forum was good for Trump. I mean, I think that that that. If you look at what happened last night, you saw Chris Wallace trying to construct an outcome. Trump had no part of it, was not willing to be part of that, and just blew the whole thing up and went fighting and fighting and fighting. And that's why, like, I, I think yeah, I, I want him to get out of the way. I want I always want the moderators, moderators to get out of the way and let them fight. But I don't want you know somebody there, and I don't think Rogan would do it. Somebody there to help. Biden. That's why that was what Wallace's goal was when he woke up in the morning. How about this one? At the school, the Case Western Reserve University, where they had the debate last night, the school has set up a set up support spaces for students who were triggered by the uh, intensity of the debate. The school that actually hosted the debate have safe spaces. I'm sorry, support spaces for students that were triggered by the debate. (laughs) Isn't that perfect? And which, and I'm sure CNN has the same thing at their office, and so does MSNBC, because these people were triggered. I will give you that. I don't think Trump Trump was great. I don't think he won in a knockout like you do, but he sure drives the right people nuts. He still does that better than anyone ever. Right, but also Jerry, this this world that we live in, the political world, well, people on CNN are so offended, and this is against orthodoxy. Orthodoxy, and we cannot normalize this. Real people don't talk like that. Don't act like that. Real people are out, you know, you know, coaching football on a volunteer basis, now doing it with a mask, trying to make a living, trying to pay their mortgage if they can pay their mortgage or at least put it off through Trump's legislation for a couple of months. Real people have wives like mine who have a second job working overnights before homeschooling, you know, so they don't care if somebody wasn't nice during a debate. Well, GD, right. It's Why be nice during a debate? You know, there are things that need to get done in this country, including opening the country back up. And allowing Americans to be Americans. And if if that's the bottom line for you, the advocate you saw last night was the toughest guy on that stage with the world against him, with the media against him, with the platform against him. You know, and it, a friend told me last night, which guy would you rather have to your attorney? And I said, damn right. You would want you, Trump advocating for you. Right. And no question, but that's not what they're running for. Anyway, 
Before we go, do you think the polls shift? Do you think this decisive knockout that you claim Trump got last night will help, will change any minds? Will the polls shift? Will he do be doing better in the battleground states in the next poll in a couple of days or in today? I- I think if you were afraid to tell a pollster before that you supported Trump, you're definitely afraid now because CNN has told you that you're morally repugnant. Now, all of media is telling you now that you're morally um, you're morally you know, wanting now. It's just beyond politics now. You're a bad person now if you right. advocate for what you saw the other night. It's so true. I don't know you the polls shift. You can't no. go out. And, I mean, obviously, you can't put a Trump sign. You know, people just steal them. You can't say you're for Trump. People will cry and get triggered. Mm-hmm. I know you have to go now because your children were traumatized, right? Your your <laughs> your young children uh, by this debate, the worst presidential. You know, my three year old this morning. I, I saw her. She was making cereal when I got up, and she said, "You know, if Biden answers honestly about packing the court, then his opponents will only use it against him." So, Daddy, <laughs> it's important that he not do that. I, maybe kids will do that. I'll, you'll ask your daughter. She do, you do your homework. Well, if I answer that, you'll use it against me. So I'm not going to answer that. That is life as a Democrat. You get to say things like as, as absurd as that. I'm not going to answer because then you'll just use it against me. What a freak. <laughs> that, that, uh, sorry. I admit I'm triggered. That triggered me. Chris Wallace saying, uh, can we move on to climate change? Well, right. right. And also, so what else does he not have to answer? Well, what about answer anything? I don't, I don't feel comfortable. Defense spending answer will be used against me. Actually, that's the Fifth Amendment, isn't it? <laughs> so it so nope. here's, here's all you need to know to wrap it up. Trump was forced to denounce the Proud Boys, whoever they are. Biden was was allowed to lie about Antifa and not denounce Antifa or Black Lives Matter and not denounce AOC and the Green New Deal. You know, you know. It just is such a friggin' double standard. I don't know why I let it get to me. My fault. My fault. All right, Shattuck, I will let you go. Uh, take care of your traumatized family. Uh, <laughs> uh, that is Tom Shattuck, host of the Burn Barrel podcast and editor of the Lowell Sun and all-around political analyst. And uh, we'll, we'll get into this again tomorrow, I guess, with Turtle Boy. He's fired up. Uh, we'll see what the rating is going to be. Already, he, already gave his, he already gave his takes. Do we even need to bring him back tomorrow? There'll be more. There'll be more. There'll be more. That's the beauty of this campaign. That's the beauty of Trump. He'll be out there making news today. Has uh, Biden, Biden's supposed to be on a train tour of two states, which will be very exhausting for him to sit on a train and go like from one state to another. So he'll probably take the next week off and call a lid and won't be forced to uh, to answer, to explain all the lies he told last night. But, hey, Maybe uh, maybe we'll be the only ones who do it. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. But uh, we'll find out what the rating was. We'll find out what the reaction, find out if it affected the polls. I fear it did not. Um, Shattuck thinks that it will. It'll you know put uh, Trump in the driver's seat. I don't think so. But then again, polls are just such crap when it comes to Trump because who have, Trump supporters don't answer their phones. And if they do answer the phones, they don't have any respect for pollsters and they probably lie to him, and we learned that four years ago. Maybe it's the same deal now. Maybe Trump is leading, and we just have to not believe the polls. But uh, I think Graham was right. He was not acting like a guy who was in the lead last night. He was not acting like everything was uh, uh, on on scale, on course. He, he was acting like a desperate man. But that's his style, I guess. Uh, anyway, he, 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 I'm going to give him a, a C, give Biden a D, and give uh, – 
give uh, Chris Wallace a kick in the nuts. That's my uh, that's my assessment of last night. Sure, uh, Trump wasn't action. acting like a guy in the lead four years ago either when he kept crisscrossing the country and talking to working people, saying jobs, I'm about jobs, jobs, jobs. It seemed like a desperate, vacuous The thing. difference is, and you know this, Shattuck, is people hated Hillary. They don't hate Biden. I mean, they don't love him, but they don't hate him like they hated Hillary. Hillary is just the most unlikable person on the planet. It was easy to vote Trump. Uh, now they're looking at Biden saying, doesn't seem like a bad guy. Yeah, no, but the ticket is Kamala Harris, who's who's nobody, has no DNA, is just ascendant. Joe Biden, who's not there, who has no DNA, who's just a human being in a suit, who's afraid to answer questions, who says he will not answer questions because it puts him in political peril, versus somebody who's actually an advocate, who has advocated and generally, genuinely has been very pleased to, uh, you know, to tout good economic numbers. So no matter what you say about Trump, the complete jerk, he likes jobs. He likes good jobs reports. He likes good unemployment numbers uh, for every demographic. And, you know, he's not afraid to go around the country and talk about it. He doesn't know how to quit. So we'll see. That's true. He certainly wins the stamina uh, uh, contest and the passion and the enthusiasm. He wins that in a landslide. As he pointed out last night, the reason Biden doesn't have big rallies is because no one will show up. And uh, that's a fact. And that was a good shot, too. It wasn't it wasn't a disaster, but it wasn't a, K, a win by KO, as you say. But we'll see. We'll find out what all the other uh, pundits have to say. We got to get we got to wrap this us and get this up because people are waiting to hear our they thoughts are. on this debate, Shattuck. Uh, they can't wait to hear what Cullinane thinks. Did you stay up for it, Cullinane? I stayed up for it. I do want to wow. say before we go, because you're wrapping up, we had a uh, monstrous day on Facebook today. It's called the Shattuck Effect, first and foremost, Ooh. but a monstrous day on Facebook. And to all of our new uh, audience members on Facebook, please just uh, stand back and stand by. Come with us tomorrow. That's <laughs> All right. Stand back and stand by and subscribe. How's that? There you go. Leave a review. Do something. Leave I don't review. care if I don't care which side you're on. I don't care if you're a proud boy or an Antifa scum. Uh, uh, rate, review, and subscribe and listen and tell a friend. We appreciate it. Thanks to uh, DCU and Shake Concrete and Allied Paving. Thanks to you, Conan. Thanks to everybody for listening and for watching on Facebook. We appreciate it. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Podcast, and we will talk to you again tomorrow. Why am I stopping? No one else stops. I don't. I, can I go home? The Jerry Callahan Podcast. Looking for the perfect gift? Check out a Visa Virtual Account. Available at giftcards.com. Gifting a Visa Virtual Account is easy. Simply select your gift amount. Add optional personalization and click send. A thoughtful gift delivered in moments. As one of the world's most recognized brands, virtual Visa cards are secure, never expire, and work for any budget. They're also eco-friendly. Eliminate the need for plastic with a virtual gift delivered straight to their inbox. Whether you're shopping for a family member, friend, coworker, or client, a Visa virtual account is always the perfect fit. Visa virtual accounts can be used online anywhere Visa is accepted. So the possibilities are endless. They're convenient to send and easy to spend, making it the perfect gift for any occasion. Start gifting your virtual visa today at www.giftcards.com virtual. 
Are you headed back to college this fall? Amazon has part-time jobs with students in mind. With starting pay up to $20 an hour and shifts that work with your schedule, you'll be able to balance school, work, study time, and social time. So beat the fall rush and go to Amazon.com slash student jobs to start looking for a part-time job. Not only will you earn while you learn, but you'll get to add Amazon to your resume and jumpstart a career that can take you places. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.